is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Hallelujah. The Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Together the Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with all leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Our psalms today are Psalm 146 and 149. Psalm 146 can be found on page 522. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. Yea, as long as I have any being, I will sing praises unto my God. O put not your trust in princes, nor in any child of man. For there is no help in them. For when the breath of man goeth forth, he shall turn again to his earth, and then all his thoughts perish. Blessed is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, and whose hope is in the Lord his God. Who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, keepeth his promise forever. Who helpeth them to right that suffer wrong, who feedeth the hungry. The Lord looseth men out of prison. The Lord giveth sight to the blind. The Lord helpeth them that are fallen. The Lord careth for the righteous. The Lord careth for the strangers. He defendeth the fatherless and widow. As for the way of the ungodly, he turneth it upside down. The Lord thy God, O Zion, shall be king forevermore and throughout all generations. Psalm 149. O sing unto the Lord a new song, let the congregation of saints praise him. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, and let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance, and sing praises unto him with tabret and harp. For the Lord hath pleasure in his people, and helpeth the meek hearted. Let the saints be joyful with glory, let them rejoice in their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hands. Be avenged of the nations, and rebuke the people. 
to bind their kings in chains and their nobles with links of iron. To execute judgment upon them as it is written, such honor have all his saints. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the the, uh, 26th verse of the 14th chapter of Numbers. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, As I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. The carcass of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above, except for Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. But for your little ones whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know that the land which you have despised, which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your sons shall be shepherds, and in the wilderness forty years, and bear the brunt of your infidelity until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness. According to the numbers of days in which you spied out the land, forty days, for each day you shall bear your guilt one year, namely forty years, and you shall know my rejection. I, the Lord, have spoken this and will surely do it to all this evil congregation who have gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed and they shall surely die. Now the men who Moses sent to spy out the land who returned and made all the congregations complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. Those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh remained alive of all the men who sent to spy out the land. Then Moses told these words to all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. And they rose up early in the morning and went to the top of the mountain, saying, Here we are, and we will go up to the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Now why do you transgress and command of the Lord, for this will not succeed? Do not go up, lest you be defeated by your enemies, for the Lord is not among you. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and you shall fall by the sword, because you have turned away from the Lord. The Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go to the mountain top. Nevertheless, neither the ark of the covenant of the Lord nor Moses departed from the camp. When the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in the mountain came down and attacked them, drove them back as far as Ormon. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Tadam Ladamus. Praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy 
Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, Help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here begins the 17th verse of the 13th chapter of Hebrews. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief for the work that would be unprofitable for you. Pray for us that we are confident that we have a good conscience in all things, desiring to live honorably. But I especially urge you to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, wrought the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom the glory be forever and ever. Amen. And I appeal to you, brethren, bear with the word of exhortation, for I have written to you in few words. Know that our brother Timothy has been set free, and whom I shall see you if he comes shortly. Greet all those who rule over you, and all the saints. Those from Italy greet you. Grace be with you. Amen. Here ends the second lesson. Together the Dignus S. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things. For thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may there be surely fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As often happens in our lectionary, the Saturday morning readings mark the close of a particular section of scripture. This week, the emphasis has been on the importance of faith, the consequence of faithlessness, a faith, because faithlessness means we don't really fully trust the promises of God. This need for faith is also a theme of Psalm 146 this morning for our colleague for the entire week. In the Old Testament, we started the book of Exodus during Lent and then stopped it during the week before and after Easter. Eight days after Easter, we resumed Exodus and the story of the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. This week, we briefly continue the, that Exodus story in the book of Numbers before we leave it behind. In the Exodus, we've had many passages demonstrating the anxiety and security and ultimately the overall faithlessness of the Israelites. While Moses is faithful, and this week we see Joshua and Caleb as well, most of the 600,000 are plagued by an inability to trust in the promises of Yahweh. The punishment for this faithful, faithlessness were made clear with the pronouncement that this generation will not live to see the promised land. The last three days we've been reading number 13 and 14 about the 12 scouts Moses sent into the promised land. Two of these scouts are faithful, willing to conquer their fears and the enemies they see, which are long odds for the human race, but are not impossible ones with God's help. However, they're overridden by the other 10 scouts in the mob. 
today by being unwilling to trust in God. Israel is showing, sorry, today Israel is showing that it doesn't trust in God. And at the end of this passage, the faithless Israelites are defeated by the Amalekites and the Canaanites. When Moses dies, Joshua leads the Israelites to occupy Canaan. Later on, God empowers King Saul to destroy the Malachites, but his failure to do so ultimately causes him to lose his kingship. Of course, as with much of the Old Testament, the prophecy and lessons work on multiple timescales. The revelation of God through his prophets applies both to the immediate present, as well as to God's longer term plans for his people centuries hence. Alas, the, the doubt and lack of faith of the Israelite plays out during the period of Judges and Kings, leading to the captivity of the north by Assyria and the south by Babylon and the destruction of Solomon's great temple. More generally, doubt and an inability to fully trust in God seem to be a universal of the human race. As Bishop Scarlett said Thursday, the indecision and faithlessness of the Israelites are an analogy to the spiritual life of the Christian. God calls us into his service to be his people and to conquer the world, the flesh, and the devil, if we can only trust in him. Meanwhile, in our New Testament passage, we just heard the final verses of the epistle to the Hebrews, which we've read sequentially since we resumed Exodus eight days after Easter. Of all the epistles, this book is unique in how it links the Old Testament prophecies to their implications for the early Christians. Remember that the first seven chapters of Hebrews were written to convince Jewish Christians that Jesus was the Christ, the promised Messiah, and the fulfillment of biblical prophecies. In the middle, the author shows how the old covenant that they already know has been replaced by the new covenant, fulfilled by Jesus on Good Friday and Easter morning. Hebrews explicitly linked to the Exodus story last Saturday when Hebrews 11 the author recounted the example of Moses as the ninth of ten Old Testament figures that by faith persevered and received blessings from God. In these final three chapters, the letter is trying to convince these early Christians of the importance of faith in God, the same God they know as the creator of the world and the one who chose the Israelites as his people. Today, the author first tells the readers to obey church leaders and also to pray for him. He appeals to them to follow his advice and bids them farewell. His longest thought is the benediction that he offers to his readers. It begins with a uniquely Pauline phrase, the Greek text that the King James renders as God of peace, that St. Paul used in benedictions in his letters to the Romans, Philippians, and Thessalonians. The benediction at the end of Hebrews calls on these earliest Christians to trust in this God of peace and to spend their lives fulfilling his will. So let us close with that passage. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every work, good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to him be glory forever and ever. We now return to page 10 of the Easter Tide booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, 
and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, on all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good. Pardon all those who have done or wish us evil. Give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the light of land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy son, our savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That is the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight, Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you to Carl and Barbara for responding and reading today. Thank you all for joining us on Saturday morning. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you, Joel. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you. Have a good Saturday.